More and more people are moving to cities, and that's going to affect almost every industry. We are very cautious and very aware to make a conscious effort to work with the ecosystem. What can the average person do to take action now? Not one person can change the world, but if we all do a little something different, it might help. Being open to embracing innovation. Know that you can make a difference. A absolutely. There's no excuse not to even do a little bit. Let's go check it out. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Going Green. I am super pumped today to talk to our guest. He's a really good friend of mine. We've traveled all over the world together. I know he's a big advocate for Going Green. So uh, Clint Bertucci is here. He's the founder of Traver, and he's been doing some really amazing stuff these past couple weeks and months um, while we've been in quarantine. Certainly not just sitting around and twiddling his thumbs. So we're going to dive into a little bit about what he's done. Uh, so Clint, thanks for being here. What's up, buddy? Good to, good to see you. Yeah, man, you too. So uh, real quick background, Clint and I met in Italy. We've traveled to Thailand together, Peru. We've gotten into some crazy, crazy shit together. Uh, we can dive into that another time, the travel and adventure stories we've had. But today we're focusing on something you just accomplished, which is honestly one of the most amazing things I've ever seen, the 75 Hard Challenge. So just kind of give us like your your perspective on everything. What made you, how did you find it? What made you want to do it? And what were those first couple of days like getting into it? Well, for those of you who don't know, the 75 hard challenge, it's, I guess it's like a basic parameter of for 75 days, you, you live by a strict diet with no cheat days. You work out twice a day. One has to be outside and they both have to be at least 45 minutes. Uh, you have to read 10 pages of a self-help book no drinking, you have to read, um, what, what else? Oh, you gotta drink a gallon of water per day. And I think that's pretty much it, right? I mean, you did some amazing stuff. You were waking up at 5.30, yeah. um, you well, cut out, you were doing vegetarian. Well, that was the, that's their regular parameter. So I, I did, I heard about that and I hate to admit it, but you know, with the quarantine and whatnot, I, I kind of got fat. <laughs> just laying around, man, I did nothing and, and I was just, you know, I'm used to traveling and being active and it just kind of hit me like a ton of bricks. And I, I got kind of overweight for the first time in my entire life. So I read the parameter of the 75 hard and I said, you know what, man, I'm definitely going to do this. And then I added, I mean, I went hard, man. I added a bunch of crazy stuff. I added, like you said, I got up at 530 every morning. Um, I added no meat. I added no caffeine, um, just stupid stuff like daily rituals. I read probably like 50 to 70 pages a day, um, just a bunch of other stuff. And, uh, and I just started doing it, man. And oh, yeah, the one hardest thing that I, I added was uh, I started it with a seven-day lemon water fast. So for the first seven days, all I drank was lemon water, a gallon of lemon water a day. And that, that was insane. But um, yeah, I just started it and then crushed it. And I just finished about a week ago. It's amazing, honestly. And so for those of you listening and watching, um, to get Clint's full list, like it's insane. I, I read it and was inspired to start the 75 hard immediately after I literally started the next day. I was blown away. Um, so check Clint out on Facebook, Instagram, his website to get that full list. It's not even something we could probably go over in an entire episode. Um, but tell us about like the set, what, cause I asked you right after what was the hardest part and what was the most sort of beneficial part? And you said the seven day lemon water fast. So what was that like? It was amazing. Like 
it was probably, I will remember that till the day I die. Like it was, a lot of people were reaching out to me. They're like, oh, you could die. Like all this stuff. Obviously I did my research, but man, it was incredible. It's, um, for me, this whole challenge, well, I didn't, obviously I wanted to lose some weight, but for me, it was way, way more about the discipline aspect of it. So for me, I was like seven days only drinking lemon water. Number one, I'm going to lose a lot of fat right off the bat. Number two, I thought it's going to make the rest of the 75 days like a breeze. If I can do that, then it's going to be so easy. And I just thought, man, if you can do seven days without eating food, and while I did the seven days lemon water fast, I think I biked, I think it was 188 miles. I biked 188 miles, and I think I jogged like, give or take, I think it was like 25 miles over those seven days. So that made it even more intense. But um, by the end of it, man, it was just like, it was, I, don't, I don't want to get too deep or anything, but you just, there's moments where you're like, I remember on day three, it was the night and I'm laying in bed and I'm like, why the hell am I doing this? I'm like, this is so stupid. What the hell are you doing? And I thought, dude, I could literally order a pizza right now and it will be at my doorstep in 10 minutes. Like, I'm sitting here dying. Like, dude, just order a pizza. And I had this argument in my head. And I'm like, and I just finally was like, shut up. No, go to bed. I drank some water and I was like, that's the last, I sound stupid, but I was like, that's the last I'm hearing about it. I said, I'm doing this and I'm done. And I just shut it down, man. But it, it's so cool to get to that level of temptation and to be able to deny it. You know what I mean? Cause going forward in life, it's like, you know, who knows what you come across in life with temptations. And you're like, dude, I remember starving and, and I said no to this. This is nothing like get away. So that, that's kind of how I perceived it. Yeah. It's, it's super interesting because it's a combination of both physical and mental, yep. right? So you're challenging yourself physically with the fasting and the exercising. And then mentally you challenged yourself too, because you, like you said, you could have just easily quit said, fuck it and ordered a pizza. At what point was like, I know you kind of mentioned like day 60 was when it got pretty crazy. What was day like, I bet like day like one through 15, you're kind of feeling good. I mean, again, I'm just kind of making this up as I go, but like, what were the general stages mentally that you went through aside from the physicality side of it? Yep. Um, I feel like I'm a pretty positive person. So I don't know if everybody would do this. I hope probably they would, but in all honesty, up till day 60, it was like, it was like nothing. Like I loved it. It was like, I was up in the morning, just jamming it, man. Just couldn't wait. And I was just loving it, feeling amazing. And then it seemed like right around day 60, man, I hit a brick wall and I was just like, whole, it was, it was hell. It was honestly hell. And you're just like, you're working out twice a day and you haven't had one day of rest, man. And it's just like, you're just dragging to do it. And, and there was just times like I would, I would be biking or jogging or whatever. Oh, there was times I sliced my foot open so I couldn't jog, but I was an idiot. So I kept jogging. I had blood all over my shoe, whatever. And, uh, but yeah, day 60 on, I'd say almost till day 75, I think it was pretty much hell for me. It, it kind of got really hard, man. But then, um, I mean, you just, by that time you're like, there's no way. I mean, you'd never turn back. So you just kind of had to eat it. 
Yeah. And I'm sure after, you know, the initial challenges that you faced of like getting up there and getting out there and giving up the things that you enjoy after 75 days, you probably kind of realized, you know, maybe some of this stuff that I've had in my day-to-day life isn't necessary. You know, like I know you cut out television too. Oh yeah. Um, That was one thing. uh, Let's see what else you, and then to me, one of the most mind blowing things, and this sounds crazy to even say it's mind blowing right now but you gave up your not gave up you locked your phone in a safe for seven days like that seems like such an easy thing to do but then when you really think about it that is hard as hell because we're so connected it's crazy um what was that week like for you you know what's funny is it came across my head and i'm thinking you know because i'm thinking what else can i do to make it harder as i'm coming to the end i wanted to end like with a bang so i'm like what else? i even put a, a message out hey what else can i do to make it harder and um, I decided to give up not only social media, but to actually give up my phone. And when I started thinking about it, the first thing that came across my head was, I can't do that because of this or because of that. And I'm like, that's such horseshit. I'm like, dude, I can do whatever the hell I want. I'm like, of course I can do it. Like, nobody's going to die, man. So I just, I literally locked my phone in a safe. And for the first couple of days, it was just kind of like, it was eye-opening, man. It was, and you're right, because it's like it's so easy to do, but yet so difficult, and so many people wouldn't do it. And it was so eye-opening. Just within the first couple of days, you realize like what a waste of time that freaking phone is, and what a distraction. Like, let's just say I was working on stuff, like I'm working on a project or whatever. I don't even have my phone, but I'll work on a project. You know, you're working for 20 minutes, and then you start thinking. Oh, I got to check my email or oh, got to check social media and all any one of 100 things comes across your mind that all go to your phone and it's all bullshit and it's just a distraction to get you out of whatever the hell you're doing. And I'm like, you just realize like, damn, what a complete crock of shit. Like, it's just a total distraction and time waster. You know, I'm guilty. I'm back on it, but I definitely have set parameters and One of the things going forward that I've done is when I am working on projects, I leave my phone in the other room. So if I block out time for an hour and a half or three hours to work on a designated project, I leave that thing in the the other room. So I don't even look at it. Out of curiosity, without the phone, was it hard working out with that music or were you just like powering through it? Well, that, that was one of the other things that I did during the 75 hard is when I was doing my workouts, I didn't listen to any music. I, I made a list of all things that I wanted to learn, like whether it was Instagram tips, how to speed read, uh, any, any type of anything that you wanted to learn, anything. I made a list of all these things. And during my workouts, I would listen to tutorials on YouTube. So um, that was one of the worst things, yes, is when I didn't have my phone for seven days, I couldn't listen to audiobooks while I was running or working out, and I couldn't listen to t- the tutorials, which I really sucked. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you learned a lot. Um, so what I think is really cool about this is the 75 hard has nothing to really do with like going green or sustainability, but at the same time you're bettering yourself. And through that certain aspects of the 75 hard actually pertain a lot to sustainability and just living a little bit more environmentally friendly. For example, I know you biked a lot. Um, I know your diet was vegetarian. Um, and then even with just cutting the phone out of your life. So uh, for those listening, watching, I'm reading this book right now. It's amazing. It's called Shaping the Future of the Fourth Industrial Revolution. And it's uh, 
to give a quick synopsis, there's a chapter that talks about how basically digital technology is going to kind of evolve. And it's just opened up my eyes um, how reliant we are on, you know, our phones and social media and, and the pros and cons of that. And we actually just wrote an article on Going Green that released today um, about the pros and cons of sort of this digital age that we're living in. So it's exciting to see, you know, not to totally change this from the 75 hard to going green, but the similarities there are, you know, from the entire experience. What do you think kind of long-term will be the biggest takeaway from all of this for you personally? Um, just knowing that, I mean, if you put your mind to something, you can do whatever the hell you want to do. Um, a lot of the education, because I read, I ended up, I ended at 28 books. I ended up finishing 28 books, some hard, some audio books, but um, just all the stuff that I've learned in that. And then that, um, that lemon water thing, that was pretty, pretty awesome. I, I, to be honest, I'll probably do that once a year from here on out. But um, just, I mean, I hate to sound like I'm tooting my own horn or anything, but there were so many times throughout the challenge that things come up and you're like, oh, like, I'll be honest, after day 30, I realized that eating no meat, it's hard as hell to get ripped, man. And all the dietitians that I talked to and everything, they said it's almost impossible to get ripped. And so after 30 days, it was like, damn, I'm doing this and I'm not even going to get ripped. So I almost, you know, I had friends, oh, just, just do the no meat for 30 days. And, you know, and again, it was just all temptation. But throughout that whole process, there were so many temptations. And just to realize that if you stay strong, you can, you know, you can just, it's so easy to say no. And, and I think that was the strongest thing. The, the biggest thing that I took away from it is just resisting temptation. Yeah, no, that's hard. I mean, that's definitely the hardest thing I'm seeing. I'm day three and yesterday was my girlfriend's birthday and she's like, we're getting wasted. I'm like, not till I work out for another 45 minutes. <laughs> um, suck? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so hard. Um, what's a, like, what's an action item that someone listening can take away? You know, maybe, I mean, hopefully if you are listening, you know, you can go try this for yourself. Obviously the positive impacts this has are, you know, quantifiable and qualitatively easy to see just in terms of your health and your mental health. Um, yep. If someone doesn't want to say necessarily start the entire 75, 75 hard, What's like a piece of advice that you could just provide to kind of get someone started on that path? If they don't want to necessarily do the 75 hard? Yeah, like maybe taking it a little step at a time or like not just diving fully deep into it like you did, but like taking a step in that direction. I mean, I hate to say it, but my advice would be stop being a little bitch and jump right into it and do the 75 hard. Come on, man. Like, I mean, yeah, you can do 30 days or something like that, but like, come on, just you owe it to yourself. I mean, what is 75 days out of all the time that you've had on this, this earth? You know what I mean? How much you've lived already and how much you've abused all these things that you're giving up for 75 days. How often do you go drink? How often do you pig out? How often do you eat nasty shit? Like whatever. I think putting aside 75 days to actually better yourself and to show yourself that you can actually commit and do that. I don't think that's asking too much. I think, I think everybody should do that, man. I think you, and like you just said, what you'll gain from doing it, I mean, it's, it'll be with you for the rest of your life. It really will be. 
That no, dude, that's a great answer. Honestly, like that's I love it because don't hold back. Um, you know, we talk to some like CEOs of like fuel companies, and it's like, well, we're not going to invent a new fuel, so what can we do to to take a step? But what you just said and what you proved is that literally any single person can do exactly what you did. 100%. So yeah, go out and do it. I'm doing it. It's Hell hard, yeah. but like it's possible. So and I mean, again, thanks for the the inspiration and stuff. Um, to learn more about you know the 75 hard and honestly, Clint is an amazing guy and runs an awesome company, Traver. Um, to learn more about Clint, reach out. You can find him on Facebook, Instagram, website. Although he might be, might take a little while for him to get back to you depending on what he's doing at the current moment. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, no, thanks for coming on and sharing the story. Like I said, you got me pumped up, huge inspiration to do it. I'm feeling the effects of it literally in two, three days. So it's pretty cool. Um, so thanks for being here today. I love it. Thanks for having me, Dylan. And I'm looking forward to your texts. This sucks so bad. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you'll be getting them. <laughs> Emails, phone calls, voice memos. Um, but anyway, hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Going Green. A little bit of a different episode today, but still super cool to see and hear Clint's experience and really also how it applies to going green too. I mean, there's so many things you can do to better yourself every single day, whether it's health-wise, whether it's mental-wise, or really Clint kind of showed us how it's all a combination of everything. So uh, appreciate it and stay tuned. We'll see you on another episode of Going Green next week.